some more ignorant shit as we go on. So yeah. it'll cancel out. So good. Lickle's starting to wear off. <coughs> All right. Welcome to Views from the Floor Podcast. This is Nico. Just cause. Yo, it's Taz. And we here, man, another week. Um, an, an exciting week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When y'all hear this, this would be a one-year episode, 30 episodes in. Yeah, 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 one year. You know what I, mean? I didn't think we would ever get to this point. Uh, we didn't really set off with a... We didn't start this with a goal in mind. We just started this because we were just a couple homies who have damn outlandish conversations and decided to share them. And, uh, Crip walking over there, dog? No, nigga, blood walk. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just decided to, to share our crazy ass conversations and our crazy ass thoughts. And you have seen the yeah. fruits of that labor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first episode, first episode, I told everybody that uh, honey buns in my wife's vagina is basically. Uh, a tie in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and now that they gonna even really eat honey buns, I'm walking that shit too much. Yeah, I even got honey bun cereal on top of the damn refrigerator <laughs> that I don't really even touch. <laughs> because it's too much, man. But, you know, we thank everybody for listening. Yes. And tuning in. I don't care if you listen for a minute. You listen to the whole episode. If you listen to every episode, if you listen to just one, we we appreciate everybody. You know what I mean? They we don't really doesn't matter to us if we the biggest podcast in the world or if you know what I mean one person listened to it. We just like doing it. It was a it was another excuse for us to get together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? More often. Because we all got lives. I got kids. Taz got kids. Kurt got kids. Justin don't got kids. <laughs> that we that know, he of. know of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that he don't know of because, you know, he a hoe out here. Back in the day, not a mom reform. <laughs> <laughs> you need that reform period, yeah. nigga. But, um, yeah, man. Thanks for uh, joining us on the ride. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. because y'all joined us on the ride for so long, we'll give y'all a little exclusive. And these Negroes have been, you know, what cracking mean? the whip, easy. Yeah, cracking the whip, so to speak, even though I don't really like the crap in the whip. <laughs> Slavery. Yeah. Cracking the whip. <laughs> yeah. Cracking the whip. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you know I what said mean? what I said. They've been, you know, <laughs> on my ass, pause about. <laughs> it's no good way to say this. No pause, nigga. You better keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> to say this, but I'm gonna play a song that I plan on releasing on my birthday, August 24th. And here's top rising. Drop that it's, shit, man. It's top rising. <laughs> uh. Hey, hey. Uh. Top rise and I'm shining like the morning sun. Been the chosen one, the pin back on reloaded gun. The goal is to get the hole in one. But if we talking about the illest, then really, there's only one. Nico, victory of the people. At the people kicking the door down with my crew with equals. Screaming views, this 
how we do it, we so fucking regal. This is something lethal. This my evil sequel, for real. A beast dog, new flavor fresh. There's been no competition, lay niggas to rest. The rivals now, baby, you know I'm the best. Rise against all, coming for my neck with all disrespect. You know I'm king. The heir to the throne conquers everything. I need y'all to bow down quick. I'm back on my shit. It's time to exit or get hit with a brick. Uh, uh. Fuck you niggas, I'm way better than average. Applying pressure, this a method to the madness. Fuck you niggas, I'm way better than average. Applying pressure, this a method to the madness. Homie told me to shoot my shot, so when I blast, I don't aim to miss. I spit raw like I'm selling bricks. I'm an activist of being ill as shit. I'm excellent, so with my pot to piss. Don't come with bull, cause I'm with the shits. A predator came to catch a vic. I'm wildin' now, feeling lit. King me now, on some season shit. Applying pressure, fuck the game up. Feed me beats and watch me build my name up. Smoke won't never change up or lay me the rest, or just give me my justice. Living so free, how often you substance? Cold as heat, oxymoron with the punches. I'm ill, like gangstar with the mass appeal. Turn niggas head when I maneuver with the masses. Fuck you niggas, I'm way better than average. Applying pressure, this a method to the madness. Fuck you niggas, I'm way better than average. Applying pressure, this a method to the madness. And that was Top Rising. Mm-hmm. So, y'all be able to download it and listen to it and put it in whatever listening system <laughs> you listen to. I sound like an old head when you, I say that. You do. <laughs> yeah, but, yep, you know. Is it available I'm, for cassette? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> put that on my A-track. Yeah, I might put it on cassette, my nigga. Why not? You know me and little collector's edition having on a cassette. You know? have a boombox. But yeah, that's a. I'm releasing. I'm release that on my birthday, August 24th. Listen to the podcast. You hear it first. You know what I mean. That's a little, little treat for y'all listeners little, out little there. Little treat from us to y'all. Just a little TT. <laughs> a little TT. <laughs> <laughs> a little. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little something to wet your beak. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's just yeah. one of a few that I'm going to release soon. Speaking of new release music, uh, shout out to uh, friend, of the, luck, man. friend of the podcast, Wordplay Luck. Dropped a uh, dope-ass project today. No luck needed. It's on all your streaming platforms. Cop that. Y'all, y'all make sure y'all get it next next podcast. We're gonna do a deep dive into it. Oh yeah. Just wanted to give my man a shout out. But uh how was y'all uh going into the podcast? How was y'all uh we gonna have we gonna have week pretty good, you know. Being mm-hmm. a dues paying member of the black man don't cheat committee. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh get switched over to Adidas next good. month. Real good. Mm-hmm. I like it. Can't oh. wait. So what does that mean exactly? So Basically, there's no more TFE in the nope, building? No TFE in the building. So who's going to be the, you know, 
over the is it all Adidas? All is it yeah, Adidas is taking over everything. Now the the temps who are with uh like Philip Staffing. Philip Staffing, higher dynamics, automation, yeah, yeah, yeah. so on and so forth. Randstand will be taking over that. Got the big boys. Okay. Yeah. They'll be um so, I don't actually know how that's gonna work. I don't so know. So they'll be the new TFE? Pretty much. But is they like anybody who gets hired on? Yeah, uh, it's Adidas. Adidas. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't understand why there wasn't that to begin with. Yeah, it should have been that way. You know? Yeah. It, that was always confusing to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But I don't know, because it was crazy. Like, we're the only only warehouse in the southeast that used a third-party logistics company. Yeah, it, it, never, it never made sense to me. Right. But it's dope you being. Oh, yeah, man. Coming to do this. Yes. Finally, you know, thirty percent off at the at the outlet. Fuck all that. I just want to know when you're gonna start making your own shoe. Shoe, my own shoe. I'm I'm trying to get in contact with uh, James Harden and Dame. Why? So I can get some pointers. (laughs) They don't know how to make no shoe. They They score. (laughs) (laughs) Score. Go in the fucking corner. (laughs) Yeah, goddamn right. You out your fucking mind. Anyway, um, where y'all want to start with? Um, I want to do the Rich Paul rule. Man, yeah, go ahead. All right, so the Rich Paul pool, oh, the, the shit. <laughs> we've been, we've been drinking, listen, we've been drinking, we've been drinking a little bit. It's kind of a little celebration, and we already had recorded like an hour of the pod. <laughs> And it did record. Some technical <laughs> difficulties happened. You know what I mean? It was a so, rape, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nigga, yeah, juices was flowing too, yeah, bro. Yeah, got that right. So, um, anyway, <laughs> the Rich Paul rule. Mm-hmm. The NCAA made a rule to where they said agents need to have a four-year bachelor's, bachelor's degree. They have to have three years' experience and... um. They had to make sure they passed the test. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, what, they gave every November or whatever? Yeah. And uh, a certain kind of test or whatever to be able to have a client that is going to the NBA or whatever. Think about going to the NBA. Reason why it's called, well, people have been deeming it the Rich Paul rule is because he has became a powerful agent in the basketball world. Mm-hmm. And he just so happens to be LeBron's best friend. He's LeBron's agent. He also has Anthony Davis as an agent. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. All these people that are like big time superstars in the league. And he's doing stuff to disrupt the system. And he's one of them people that didn't go the conventional route of mm-hmm. getting a bachelor's degree to become an agent. And go through all those proper channels the traditional way. Right. He just went about it, you know. Hey, go take a test. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna go take a test, get it, become an agent, go on through there. So he even got a couple high school kids shoe deals and had them bypass the NCAA altogether Mm -hmm. and internships and got them working and working out. So they can try to get into the NBA or yeah. be a pro somewhere. Basically, just learning the business side. Yeah, of just, everything. Just getting hands on. Yeah, just getting 
doing shit in the unconventional way, right. which I'm a huge proponent of. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm always about disrupting the system. Yeah. And it just shows the NCAA's true colors like always. Exactly. I mean, for me, I tell I'm a, when Carter gets of age, I'm going to let him know you don't have to go to college if you don't want to. I said, but you should not, you hate to have a plan in place. Mm-hmm. Either go to a trade school, so like that has something in place where you can be able to provide for yourself and ultimately provide for a family. Right. You Hell know. of an experience, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I I would never tell him, don't do it. Well, you know. But if he doesn't want to, I'll applaud that. But if he wants to, I'll applaud that as well. Yeah. But it's that's not the only way that you have to go. Yeah, as long as you got a plan. Yeah, as long as you got a place. You got to figure out what you want to do. But that's the thing about it, too. It's like, all right, so you got these 17-year-olds making uh, their first big commitment in their lives, Mm -hmm. decisions in their lives. You should expect more than half of them is going to fuck it up. Yeah. They're young. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they don't, because they don't know what they're going to do. They might go to college and realize this shit ain't for me. Right. Or they might go to college and and might go, I I want this degree. Get about three years into it and go, I don't like this. Nigga, what am I doing? Right. You know what I mean? A lot of times it works out for people, but for most of us, for most of us, I know all three of us here know people know more people who went to college, got a four-year degree, and don't use that degree. Yep. Yep. You know, so it's it's almost kind of one of those things where... And are in debt. Yeah, it's almost kind of one of those things like, man, if you're good enough at what you do, mm-hmm. whatever you're talented in, right now, right now we're talking about basketball. Mm-hmm. If you are... If you are top tier, because there's ways you can go about it to know that you're a top tier mm-hmm. talent. If you're a top tier talent, it's almost better for you to go ahead and pursue your dream 100%. Yeah. Go after it. And then get your education. Because mm-hmm. you can get it at the same time as you chasing your dream. You know what I mean? But, you know, if you feel like you, feel like you got this talent and right. you need to strike while the iron's hot because... There's not a lot of 24, 25-year-old rookies that come into the league. You know what I mean? They kind of deem you as, if you go to a four-year school, they kind of deem you as, huh, I don't know if he's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't good enough at 19. So what's going to make him good enough at 24? Mm-hmm. Even though those 19-year-olds go into the league and it takes them four years to figure it out and then they become I mean, think what they it. become. You get out. That's how you go to four-year school. Mm-hmm. You're 22 years old when you get out. Mm-hmm. You, you're 22 and you've learned the system. Your body is developed. Things like that. Like right. You more likely are going to be ready. Not all the time. Yeah. But you're more likely going to be ready for the NBA physically than right. these 19-year-old kids. But see, that, and that's what, that's what drives me crazy about it because it's like, G-Man. There's fewer stories of the four-year athlete. Now I'm talking about now, not then, because back then everybody went to school for three, four years. I mean, Jordan went to school for three years. 
You know, and he is arguably the greatest basketball player to ever live. And he says, if I never went to North Carolina, who knows where I'll be at? You know what I mean? Like, so now there's so little stories of I went to school for four years, came into the league, wound up being really good and got the back. I mean. CJ McCollum. Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. I mean, Steph went three years. Uh, Shit. I mean, if we think hard enough, we can probably come up with 10. How long Clay went? I think Clay went to three. Three or four, yeah. Fetch it. uh, (laughs) uh, How long Draymond went? Three. Two or two, I think. He went two or three. Shit, what's the name? He ain't a star yet, but he coming up. Who? But um, Kuzma, he went four. Yeah. Larry Nance Jr. went four. Yeah, he went. Uh, Clay went four. That's what I'm saying. We got to literally search for players who went four. But yeah. off the top of our heads, we can tell you one and done all straight from high school. I mean, but most Fire of the, the most of them guys. I really don't know none. It's, there's a, a handful of those guys who are good in three years. Yeah. Less than three years, four years or less. Handful. Shit. Draymond went to Michigan State for five years. Damn, nigga. Wow. He was a red shirt. Uh, he went from 08 to 2012, so I guess four years, yeah. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you almost got to, with sports, you almost got to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, what if Zion stayed for four years? I mean, Everybody be telling I mean, I mean, the man blew out a shoe and people was telling him he don't need to hoop no more. I mean, he, it, need just, he need to just go work out, save his body, get ready for the draft because you're going to be number one anyway. It, you showed dep- enough. Depends on what you want to do with your life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because me personally, I feel like... Who I was at, because I graduated at 17. Mm-hmm. So who I was at 17, 18 years old, if I was a star athlete, nigga, I would not. I No, I needed to stay four years. If I would have stayed, or three, three years. I know if I'd have left after my first year, after the first year, mm-hmm. go to the league, nigga would have about 12 kids. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I wasn't yeah. mentally ready. Like, you need, sometimes you need that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also think it's, you know, of course, everything is a case-by-case basis. But, you know, to me, it it feels like you got to chase your dream. So if I had an agent like Rich Paul who can help me chase my dreams as early as possible and can help provide the resources that I need to get better in my craft and not trying to fuck me over Mm -hmm. or do me grimy, then why not? Because Rich Paul is a case of who you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. For sure, but. But, yeah. yeah that, that's most people. Yeah. But the thing is, these kids, some of these kids come from some pretty bad backgrounds. Right. So, so my dream, exactly. My dream is not to, one, go to school a year mm-hmm. and then jump to the league. I'm trying to get his. I'm trying to get the bag as fast as I can get it. Why? Because I got my mama. 
Yeah. I got maybe a couple brothers and sisters at home, but and the light bike's about to get cut off. This is the thing too. Like when every, when they did have when the NBA did have like you can go straight to the league. It wasn't as many kids coming out. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the option was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause now what they have now that they didn't have then is the G League. Yeah. And now they also have uh, better competition overseas and better development uh, programs yeah. overseas. That's why that's why a lot of these young kids are going to New Zealand. In Australia to play ball, uh, because that's damn near the second best development league behind the G League to get into the NBA. And you're and playing against talent that's already developed. Yeah, yeah. You you playing against grown fucking men. So now you're you're getting hands on experience. Because yeah. ninety percent of these kids, I be seeing them in, in the goddamn draft. Like, bitch, I'm. I'm I'm six foot, two hundred fifteen pounds, nigga. I go to the hoop on your ass. You hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm just right. saying, like some of y'all niggas need to get in jail. And uh, that's what Calipari said. Calipari said, "Dude, yeah, you can't come to the uh, yeah, you can't go to the NBA draft right out of high school. Why not go to the G League? Because in the G League, they they make all those players go through financial classes mm-hmm. and." All of those different classes to make sure they keep their money, make sure they know how to be professional in the it's, business place. It's basically an internship. Yeah. But these kids, a lot of them don't want to do that because... And you're getting paid a little bit. But that little bit part, yeah. they're getting paid $40, $45,000. Yeah, but the thing the thing about that too is what, what people need to realize is so... Forty five thousand more than you was making. All right, yeah, that's forty five thousand dollars more than you were making. Plus, I can go to a major university. They sell my jersey for seventy dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. When we play bigger games like Zion, the uh, four thousand five hundred dollars. The Duke North Carolina game, four thousand five hundred dollars. They raise all the prices. How much money did those kids get? Out Zero. Of well, my, they're stipend. They, they got they stipend and they got. Education mm-hmm. that, and everybody wants to hold that over their head. Like, well, they get a free education, but if tuition for four years is a hundred thousand dollars, and you have these kids making the university millions upon millions, that's a very small sample size. Though. They li- they they are they are essentially not paying for just their education, but more people's education. Yeah. So. Do you want to do that? Do you want to do you want to go to an already known establishment and get the attention that you already been getting since you was in ninth grade and pretty much give the university you giving the university millions of dollars for 20, 40, 50, 60 grand of one year tuition and stipend money or you can go to the G League Make forty five grand, then go to the league, make a few million, or go overseas and make tax free money like Brandon Jennings did. Imagine if Zion said, "I'm gonna go to the G League." Went to the G League, balled out. Mm-hmm. There's a good possibility he would have got called up. Could and then he would have been in the league already at eighteen. Eighteen, and then this year probably would have been a year he would have broke out. If he probably wouldn't have did it already at the end of last year. Mm. 
just saying that just yeah. something that opens up the door for like you don't have to do with like especially when you think about the NCAA, mm-hmm. all that they want to do is control. Like that's yeah, the whole yeah. reason with the, that the Rich Paul situation yeah. it was so disheartening because it's kind of like you are targeting a group of people. Because most people who come from underprivileged homes and stuff like that who have this situation are people of color. A lot of them who who are interested in being an agent in the NBA. So you're kind of looking at a certain demographic and saying, Mm -hmm. you can't be here because this person was successful at it. These kids are seeing that, like, flip that to playing ball. They're like, we don't want to be under that organization who thinks like that. Yeah. Who's going to make all this money off of me? Right. Yeah. I mean, because you just, it's just discrimination at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I'm all for disrupting the system. If you are, if you are a top tier talent, why go to, why go to a system that's going to control you and your likeness and you get nothing for it where you can potentially go out there and maximize your dollars by doing it on your own. Yeah, it's going to be more hard work, but it's going to be more rewarding. Yeah, it's getting and plus, prepped. And plus, if you want to go back to the college of your dreams that you want to go to, you can. You can. Do that shit online. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It's literally... Chris... Not Chris Paul. Rich Paul. Mm-hmm. Stayed with his friend. His friend got him in the door. Mm-hmm. He he learned what and, he needed and ran with it and ran with it. And he's probably, if not, the biggest agent right now because all of his clients I mean, are max contract. In history, yeah. he's probably gonna be the second biggest agent of all time behind David Falk. Cool. That's probably yeah. So, chase your dreams. Yeah. Don't if if you want to take an unconventional route, don't let anything dishearten you from. Getting yeah. That. Listen. You but, gonna you gonna, think it out? Yeah. Yes. You gonna be where you want to be with planning, execution, hard work, ambition. Period. That's it. And the right people around you. That's yeah. It. And the right people around you. But there was so much pressure with the whole Rich Paul thing that the NCAA had to amend it. It was like, you know what? Nah, we are gonna take this back. It's too much backlash. <laughs> we can't handle this shit. No, because they getting in trouble every year. Yeah. It, it, it's time for them to just be like, look here. Let's go back to the early 80s. Mm-hmm. When everybody was doing everything illegal and we just turned our heads. That's what they need to do. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck yeah. it. Come on, man. Yeah. So, um, where I want to go to next? Uh, it's The Rock. Oh, shit. Come on, man. Got to. <laughs> what you you got to, there? man. All right, all right. Got to segue to that, man. <laughs> got to. All right. So, Jay-Z and Rock Nation, his company, entertainment company, um, did a partnership with the NFL. And the partnership is, you know, entertainment such as like Super Bowl Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And um, to bring awareness, to bring awareness to uh, social injustice. Nigga, stop babysitting over there, bro. I can't drink that, dude. (laughs) Put something in there. Um, and bring awareness to social injustices. Everything that... Damn, you put the whole shit in there. Um, 
I'm gonna start this over because these niggas are distracting me. NFL, Rock Nation, Jay Z, partnership. The partnership entails doing entertainment for the Super Bowl and other events, mm-hmm. and bringing awareness to social injustices in our country. Basically, what Colin Kaepernick started started three years ago when he took a knee. To put action Mm -hmm. behind the protest. Right. Now, on paper, that sounds phenomenal. Hearing it sounds phenomenal. But it feels funny. It it seems funny in the light. I think for me, it feels funny because you know their intentions. Right? Right. You know the NFL's intentions. Mm -hmm. But... Their intentions still don't overwrite the fact that you have somebody who's in place who's going to make them accountable, who's going to make them yeah. do the work that Kaepernick started. But me personally, I feel like, like uh, was stated before the podcast, it's time to be a little bitch. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, he didn't really necessarily need them. Yeah. He could have did it on his own. Yeah. But I feel like, I agree. I agree that he could have did it on his own, but we gotta wait and see. Like, there's a lot of yeah, people of on the internet who's bashing him and yeah. saying all this, but this man has done so much work more than probably any other celebrity that he's earned the right for us to give him the benefit of the doubt. And yeah, wait. yes, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. He he does, but also like that's why I said mm-hmm. it feels funny in the light. It feels funny in the light, just meaning like, all right, we gotta understand. We got to see the actions behind it. Mm -hmm. And I agree with the whole accountability thing, but also it's like, we know what it is. We know what it is on Jay-Z's side. It's a money play. Mm -hmm. It's for, I mean, man got all the money in the world. It's not really for him. It's for legacy. You know, family, people around him, you know me, building the brand even bigger. And we know why the NFL is doing it, because they need somebody popular enough in the black culture to make them feel more comfortable that Colin Kaepernick is not in the league, which is not the case because a lot of us still feel like Colin should be in the league. There's a lot of people, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of people that are quarterbacks in the league that he's better than. I mean, if Nathan Peterman can get a job. And and then exactly, it's like this. We also, we also are looking at it very close-minded in the way that you can get a lot of shit if you know somebody who's in the door already. Right. So you don't know what if this man can end up helping him get back into the league. We don't know that. He could. He could. I mean It's too early right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean it, plus, it all comes down to it all comes down I, to the owner. And I love Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. I, but me as a owner for a team, I'm very skeptical of letting anybody. I don't give a fuck who you are. Anybody out for three years being on my yeah, team. Yeah, but I at least give them a, a, give them a, a try. Yeah. I mean, it don't hurt to but, give them a tryout. But didn't a couple of teams want to bring him in? Yeah. And Denver did at one point. And then, and then they, uh, I think two teams made him an offer, and he was like, nah, that's not enough. Yeah. See, my, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's. It's more. It's more to the story of why right. he's not in the league. See, it, it's not just that the teams don't want him. It's partially him, him too. Yeah, right? Because you know my I mean? my the thing that got me was, all right. 
his girlfriend came out was talking. You know, she was, she was flapping mm-hmm. her gums. She was making disrespectful as fuck. Yeah, she was. But my thing is, it's not about Colin. It's bigger. It's, it's dude, bigger than that. Thank you for thank you for bringing awareness to it. Yeah. Now now that we're aware, Jay Z is in place. Yeah. To one, put the rubber to the road. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean yeah. Yes, I, I think that he should have. I it's, it it would be cool. I, I think it would cushion the blow a little bit of Jay Z doing this if Colin was involved. Mm-hmm. I think that would that I think because Colin's not involved. People were like, story. oh, yeah. yeah. It's a so, big story because him is, or Eric Reed wasn't I, involved. Right. I think that Colin would end up making it more about him in, mm. a, in a sense. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Because, be. one, if what's what's the problem with Jay-Z doing this if he is pushing this, to, the same awareness that you were pushing? Like, what's the big problem with it? The only problem is your face ain't on it. That's yeah. the only issue. That's because the only issue. The issue is no longer about social injustice for Colin Kaepernick. It's about think, him playing in the league. I, I think also, I think also, when I think about it hard enough, it's like the Players Coalition thing, mm-hmm. where they basically, it's a bunch of players who believed in what Kaepernick was doing, mm-hmm. decided they was going to partner with the NFL, do basically the same thing, and the NFL gave him like millions upon millions of dollars, and then nothing happened. Exactly. So that's why Eric Reed is one of those people that are speaking out saying, Hey, this feels like this feels like Player Coalition 2.0. You but know what I mean? But it's they like, also didn't have the resources this man has. Exactly. Exactly. So like I said, like I said before, one, we have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Two, it feels funny. Even though we have to wait and see. And three. He could have did this shit on his own. Yeah, he didn't need the NFL. I mean, because you could still bring if you want to bring entertainment surrounded by the Super Bowl. I mean, you could have just did the Super Bowl. They mm-hmm. asked him to do the Super Bowl, and he said no. I mean, he even had the line that, uh, um, what they, uh, I said no Not to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Y'all need you, me. You know what I mean? I don't need y'all. Y'all need me. You know what I mean? Like situations. Like you know what I mean? Of course, situations change, but for him, do situations change like that? No, not really. He he changes the situations. Exactly. So it's like, I mean, the man ain't going to do what he don't want to do. I mean, it's, you know, it, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it just feels funny all the way around. I mean, it does, but it's, like I said before, it's to the point now where it just kind of like, wait and see. Yeah. But keep your eyes open. Yeah, it's like easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, be skeptical thinking that if he fell for the hot dog in the bun, but nothing nothing in my lifetime watching the man and how he moves tells me that he's going to I mean, I, just because I, we've seen what he's done in the last couple of years, it's kind of like I have I have faith that this is going to work, but if it does work, Kaepernick's still gonna be butthurt in my way, in my opinion, because it's like, at this point, like Taz was saying, it's not about. It, this is no longer about what it was about before for him. This is about him getting back in the league, you and turning down teams and still keeping up the narrative that the NFL won't let you in. That is detrimental as fuck, yeah. because that's not the whole truth. Yeah. 
I mean, like Ty said, maybe you need to go to CFL, man. Yeah. CFL just ball out. But I understand the mentality. But of, he was offered a CFL contract. He man, turned that down. I mean, I I can understand why, though. Because he feel like, yeah. hey, I deserve and earn the right to play in this league. I mean, like I just said, there's yeah. a bunch of quarterbacks that can't yeah. hold this jockstrap. But, you know. It's like but this. But sometimes you got to take what you can in, take. In life. Everybody don't want you. In life, you got to adapt to situations. If things don't yeah. work the way you want to. Like, think about this. Like, in in the 60s, when it was like you had all Jim Crow and everything. Yeah, they fought the system. But for the time being, while they were fighting the system, they still had to abide by the rules that were set forth before them. Mm-hmm. They still had to drink from separate water fountains. They still had to eat in... You know, segregated dining areas while they were still fighting in injustice. It's like, dude, what you gotta understand is to get to a point, sometimes you gotta eat shit. Ben and Garrett, grin and bear it. Oh, I'm drinking. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's not like you. It's I, like you have to take a step back to take two steps forward. Because this is the thing you ain't the first person they doubted in any way. Look, look at Doug Flutie. Look at mm. Warren Moon. Right, they doubted this motherfucker, and look what he became. Like because he went there, and it's like I know it's two totally different things, but like when you don't, when you start looking at things from a selfish angle, mm-hmm. you don't see the whole big picture. You just be on like they won't let me in, they won't do this, but it's kind of like you not understanding that. We live in a world where nobody listens for the whole story. They just see black and white again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we got black people that just are fighting for you because you black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't even identify as black until you went to college. It's true. So it's like, you you just figuring out what we had to figure out our whole life. So it's like, dude, I get it, what you're saying, but you were angry because... This is a situation that's happening to you now. Nigga, this has been my whole life. So I, I'm not saying I feel like, oh, it's whatever, because I'm sorry this is happening. But, nigga, you still a millionaire. If you did not, if you did not, uh, what's the name? Like, in that lawsuit, this shit probably wouldn't have happened. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like for every action, there's a reaction, good or bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Amen. the the, rea- the, <coughs> the lawsuit. Showed that yes, the NFL owners were colluding to keep him out. Mm-hmm. He won, mm-hmm. got a good chunk of money. Yeah. So what made them think that they just gonna want him still? Exactly. That's the thing <laughs> I'm trying to I mean? like, say. It's like, if I, dude, if I really think about it, it's like, yeah, we all for we all for cap. Right. We all think he's talented. We yeah. all think he should be in I mean, the league. His you numbers. I'm not giving you shit. His, but, his yeah. numbers that year literally rivaled that of Cam Newton. They had a bad year. Yeah, I Both mean... Both teams had a bad year, but they... I mean, what, you know, he threw 16 touchdowns, yeah. one interception or some shit? Something like that. Even though... Four. Even four, though they basically... Four. Yeah. Four interceptions. Even though they lost every fucking well, game? Was like, it, the thing is, but that was an up year for him, because that was like a year or two years before that, he, he was, was having a bad season. He was yeah, injured. Yeah, yeah, Some of those... Yeah, yeah. he's had bad, a bad once, season. Once uh, Jim Harbaugh left, that's when mm-hmm. shit went downhill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It just... My nigga, that's life. But my thing is, your, your yeah. stats weren't translating into wins. Now, now, given right. given you have a lot of talent around you. I mean, but Derek Carr's stats don't. But he's a phenomenal quarterback. Yeah, he is. You know what I mean? Like, but 
I don't put stock into that. I just put stock in mm-hmm. the fact that you processed it mm-hmm. for the right cause. Right. You did the right thing. Then the owners went, we don't really like you no more. So then when he could have he could have opted in, but he decided to opt out and become a free agent. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to sign him. There was a couple teams that was looking at him, offering him something, and he was like, no, which you have every right to. But then you went, all right, I think they colluded on me and uh, Eric Reed. Mm-hmm. Y'all won the case. Eric Reed just so happened to still get a contract. You didn't. I mean, it. it is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it, yeah. That's what it plays out. You love the game of football. There's other leagues that you can play in, especially the CFL. Mm-hmm. You can go up to the CFL, dominate. I mean... It's more wide open. Is I mean, shit. It might fit this game more. I mean, and he can play longer. Yeah. Like you. Well, how old is he now? Shit, gotta be early thirties. Thirty-one, my nigga. You've been out the league for a couple years. Go out there for about ten seasons. Be a Hall of Famer, my nigga. You good? Mm. Chill out. Get that bag. Canada's nice. Okay. (laughs) Go out there. Be good. Go play for Toronto. Be chilling with Drake see, and shit. My we thing, good, my oh, he's 31. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, my thing is, like, he got the deal with Nike, the lifetime contract with Nike, right? Mm-hmm. Lifetime. Now, people will be like, well, you know, we're going to boycott the league. I was like, but we're going we gonna to support Cap and buy Nike. But the NFL, their uniforms are Nike, right? So Nike both sides are making money. They, way. Either way it go. So the so you're gonna say I'm gonna support Nike, but they signed Cap, but they're still the uniform supplier for the NFL, which colluded against Cap. I mean, but if I if I was them, I wouldn't stop though. Fuck out of here. Forget my bag. All right, they gonna like Nike get Nike getting they not getting there. This is the thing. Like maybe I'm a fucked up individual for this, but like my nigga. Just because you, you dealing with people like mm-hmm. Everybody has done somebody wrong in their life, some way, somehow. You done doing some fuck shit, Taz, don't mean you ain't still my nigga. We getting money together, we still getting the bag. Right. I don't give a fuck, because <laughs> you done hurt this girl feelings or whatever, whatever. Like, that's that's kind of how it plays out for me. It's like, now we live in a society because this person hurt this person, or this person and said this, that we don't got to like him no more. Now, there's certain people who I just can't fuck with how they live their life, right. like Kanye. Things that he say and how he, how he has turned it into, oh, I can do whatever I want, but well, he's entitled to his own opinion. You are entitled to your own opinion, but I mean, I got like it. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's it's like we live in a world where your actions reflect on us negatively, and that shit is not just hurting people; that shit getting people killed. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole other story. But it's like. We don't. We can agree to disagree. Like we don't longer live in a society where it's like you have your own opinion or it's free thought. Nah, nigga. Like, cause you black, you supposed to think this way. Cause you white, you supposed to think this way. No, nope. it's not like that. It's like personally, I feel like I was behind Cap all the way up until recently, and then it's kind of like. Yeah, with the whole countdown thing on yeah, Twitter, talking about yeah. daisies, like, dude, nigga, you know, why, why, why you got a tracker? Why you got a? 
day counter up there, dude. Like, it's for attention now. That's it. That's all it is. You want it to be know. about you, dude. Like, you want it to be about you. We know they did you wrong, my nigga, but at the end okay. of the day... The I, the cause that you were pushing is getting getting <laughs> getting moved forward. Why the, be happy. This is the thing. We still kneeling. Niggas still getting killed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just saying, I'm like... I'm going to hold my glass up to that. Yeah. And it, this, yeah. this is my thing, dude. Like... Only way you gonna stop shit that's gonna happen is not kneeling. It's killing the motherfucker. I'm just I'm not saying that it's good, <laughs> but that's yeah, that's yeah. how all situations have been ended in the past is by war. True. That's yeah, the that's only true. way. I mean, yeah. Like it, yeah. It's it's not gonna be killing without killing. I'm not you endorsing I mean? war, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, but that's how it is. It is how that it shit is, in man. Philly. Hey man. Why can't we just love? Yeah. Bottom line is, I hope Jay Z know what he's doing. I hope he don't fall for the hot dog in the bun. Please don't. I hope things work out like it should work out. And I hope Colin Kaepernick get a job. (laughs) He got a job. He worked for Nike. (laughs) No, I'm not talking about that. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Tell him go to XFL and be the star. He is not. He won't. I I just hope. I hope he gets back into the NFL. Too prideful, man. Yeah, I hope he gets back in the NFL. I mean, he's gonna be thirty-two years this year. He, I mean, if RG three can get back into the league, Collins should be back. In the I want to know. I want to know what the numbers are to get him back. If it's like, I'll give you five million a year for three years. Nah, that's not happening. No, you because he want more than that. He got to do a one-year deal. One-year, one million, my nigga. Do. Yeah, nah. Nah, I mean he won't take it. Minimums and all he won't take it. Whatever he the veteran minimum is, you getting that shit because you've been out the like, league. Like, bro, like if I get, if I want to give you five million, for, and tie you to a, if I want to give you five million a year for a three year contract, that's pretty good. Bro, seeing that you've been out the year, some the league for three years. That shit, so. Exactly. Yeah. Be 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 happy, my nigga. But know. but yeah, I, like, you know what? I'm, we don't never yeah, whatever. Like I said, I hope mm. he get back in the NFL. If he don't get back in the NFL. Go to the fucking CFL, crush that shit, be a fucking football god. Vince Batman on line one. Yeah. XFL. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I know. Where I want to go to next? That's the topic. We're going to talk about this. Uh... All right, so what? A couple of weeks ago, we had a what, school sh- was another shooting? Mm-hmm. A couple of shootings. Well, we've it's had like, a lot. It's like, it was like three back to back to back. Yeah. And it's starting to seem like, Gun violence is a normalcy. Mm. It's I wonder why. A, it it always has been. Like, gun violence has always been a thing. But this this shit ain't just about gun violence. This shit is about assault weapons. Yeah. Because this is my thing. Like, people can't use that hunting shit all they want to. Mm. What the fuck? Who the fuck hunting with an assault rifle? <laughs> yeah. Because you're going to fucking kill the game. You're going to fuck up the game. You're not going to be able to, to eat it. <laughs> not not that, kill it. But but I got you. you. But yeah. also... But also, um, you know, I'ma sound fucking crazy as hell, but go ahead. The whole reason for bearing arms is so martial law can never be taken right. into effect. Because we all have the ability to arm ourselves. Mm-hmm. We all have the ability to fight back, you know, yeah. whenever we need. It's just motherfuckers motherfuckers who ain't been spanked in their life. And ain't you know mean can't handle no, are killing people they don't are killing, understand. Are fucking right. killing people because 
they don't like somebody's political views and it gets to them so much that they go, fuck it, I'm just going to kill random people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're going to do this or that. Like, how do you... I mean, of course we got laws about mental health people mm-hmm. and Ooh. and buying weapons and all that stuff. But Not anymore. Like, true. Th- that nigga has returned yeah, all of them that's, shit. That's, that's true. That's one I mean, of the reasons. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the main reason why... Um, it's happening even more now because there was laws in place about mental health and I mean all yeah. that stuff. But that's not that still don't really stop somebody from getting the weapon that they want because well, you see, can. You, a, this you is can, the thing we, we all know. I know me and me and you, Jay, really know. Yeah, that they, we can get anything. Niggas got bazookas in the hood, so <laughs> like yeah. I I know, but I'm just saying like that. This is the thing, bro. People don't realize. Most of these motherfuckers who doing mass shootings are getting legal weapons. Yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah, 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 this, yeah, this right. shit isn't like. Yeah, it's not like a scratched off yeah, serial number this ain't on no, there. Right. Like it's like they so, bought this shit last week from Walmart, bro, and, and then decided, fuck it, I'm gonna go to a I, nightclub and just shoot that I motherfucker. Got a story up. like when I went to get my gun from Academy. Now this is my first legal gun in my life because they've been living dirty. <laughs> so I went. I bought it online. I go. And the lady was like, yeah, um, I was like, I got to pick up my gun. I paid for it already. What's your name? I told her my name. Now, I didn't scan no ID, nothing online. Mm. She didn't ask for no identification, mm. nothing, my nigga. She just asked me for my name. I told her my name. She went back, got the gun, gave it to me. Here you go, Mr. Artist. Have a great day. I sat back. I wanted to buy me some bullets. I watched this dude come up. Do the very same thing and get an assault weapon. Show no identification. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Just pay her the money mm-hmm. and went the fuck on about his day. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, like, you're not even checking ID. This nigga, we could have been lying to you. We could have yeah, heard right. the nigga talking <laughs> right. and yeah, right. just said, oh, I got a gun. Let me go pay for it. She asked for no identification. So wh- what if we would have just got the gun, mm-hmm. shot a nigga up, That'd have been on you, cause you ain't do your job. Right. It's like you got to do more. Do like especially in the state of South Carolina. Yeah. This shit ridiculous. Yeah. Should not be that easy to get a gun. True. I mean, it's just. See, I'm I, all for tougher background, like background checks. So I'm even into. I mean, get to the point. You doing psychiatric evaluations on nigga, because you like. I mean, and people be like, well, that's that's unconstitutional. That's unconstitutional. I understand that. But you, these guys are getting these guns, mm-hmm. and as soon as they, as soon as they shoot up a club, or a school, or a Walmart, and they get, and they get, they get put in the paddy wagon, they go to off the jail, and they sitting in front of that judge. What are they saying? Mental health issue. Mm-hmm. If that's a recurring trend, how about we change some things? What? Maybe. Yeah. But, but most of them ain't how? They're the, not. This is they're the not. This is yeah. the thing. It's because they are white fucking males. I know that. If they were not, this would not be an issue where they would be like but see, here's mental my health thing. issues. A kid, a kid who lives in a crime-ridden city, who has grown up to be whatever, 13, 14, all he's seen is violence, 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 abuse, violence, every day of his life. And he does, he acts out of character. Well, I ain't gonna say act in the character. Well, acts out of character. Acts in character. Acts really. in character. I'm sorry. Gets a gun, shoots somebody, goes to jail. 
Oh, it's his nature. Hello, the, the boy. The boy's got mental health issues. Why? All he's seen is violence, 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 violence. It don't matter. It depends on the color of your skin. I know that, you got and that's that's issues. the problem. We'll we'll say, oh, it's mental health for the fair, the fair, the fair skin white kid, but this black kid over here who has seen nothing but terror all of his life, it's gets no sympathy whatsoever. It's, it's like his nature. It's like this, bro. I already knew what it was when old boy um that was in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they started, they started like basically defending him the, the moment they started talking about him. They talked about how good of a kid he was. Mm-hmm. They always that. shit like that. Like it was a it, it was a it was a black like boy, Eric Garner, they were talking about Oh shit! Record. Situations he got into in the mm-hmm. past, and he the one who got killed. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like when when these type of things happen, it's just like for us, it's just like getting to a point where it's just like, all right. Or that guy that um, I forgot what his name. Was. Getting numb to it. The the guy that got pulled over by the woman cop, and he had his hands up, and she was telling him to go back to the car. And the helicopter was right was like there rip- looking down. Dude. Was like he looks like a bad dude. Like, how does he look like a bad dude from you five miles up in the way, air? Yeah, <laughs> you, you all the way up in the sky. You don't know this man from Adam, and you just like, oh, they look like a bad dude. Yeah, it just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what to do to combat gun violence. You, I mean, there's nothing. That, I mean, don't you ain't taking no guns. I'm sorry, I'm against that. Now look at look at look at <laughs> look at what just happened in Philly, the cops. Yeah, mm-hmm. like niggas is tired, bro. Yeah, like it's to a point like when I when I leave my house, my mama my, my parents be like, "Yo, you got your gun." They should never have to ask their child, "Do he mm-hmm. do I have my gun when I walk out the door?" Yeah, like my uncle Peter would call me randomly and be like, "Hey, be careful." That's crazy to me. That's that's the life of. Black kid. Yeah, that's fucking crazy to me. And it's like, fam, I don't, I'm not trying to think about nothing like that, but you got right. to. And I we was in, I tell you a story, we was in uh, last Saturday, we were in, no, last Friday, we were in uh, Target, mm-hmm. like 10 o'clock. And uh, we ran into Carter's babysitters. Mm-hmm. We was uh, talking, this, this white kid had an iPad or something. I don't know what he had, he had headphones in. He walks up, and he just asks how. He said, he said, hey, how's it going? He sounded like that. I could tell he's autistic. I could tell that. Candace and the babysitters were like, high alert. Like I'm like, oh, he's harmless. Don't worry. I was like, he's autistic. There's nothing. There's, like, he's not good. He's not, he's, he means no harm. Yeah, I didn't get that he, vibe. Yeah. But just because of what just happened, mm-hmm. you know, it's, Crazy white kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know yeah, if yeah. they don't know if he's high yeah, or anything like that. Yeah. You don't know what it is. Like, I mean, I'm sitting there like I wasn't picking up any bad vibes, so I was like, oh, he's harmless, you know. But my wife and our friends were like, let's let's, let's move on. let's move to the other end of the story, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you yeah. don't know, you don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, you go to like you say, go to Walmart and you you go to Walmart the grocery shop. Maybe find some clothes or something. I don't know. And then you got to look over your shoulder, you know, because somebody could walk in and start spraying. 
Shit's scary, man. Like, I mean, we live in a fucked up world. We and, and this is the thing, like a lot of that is pushed because of the climate we have in this country right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like these these people feel like they have a messiah speaking to them on this is what they need to be doing mm-hmm. or they need to that it's okay to hate. And even know? a guy came out and said that he he punched a um a kid or something. Mm-hmm. And he came and said, "Well, that, that's that's what the, that's what I heard the president tell he's like that's what the president telling me to do." And I'm saying that a person's actions should be nah, but 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 yeah. I mean when you when you're hearing a message over and over and over and Killer over did and it over to a again, whole nation. Yes, sir. Yes, he did. So when you're hearing a message over and over again, you know, some people who don't know how to think for themselves, <laughs> who don't know how to think for themselves, mm-hmm. feel that there's this person who's giving them a task mm-hmm. to enforce. Right. It's all about a lot of this time, th- these kids were already felt this way. Yeah. Not just these kids, but their parents felt this way and pushed it down onto them. And yeah. now it's being, like, projected. Like, mm-hmm. it's like black people out here is just living like, yo, we got we to gotta keep your gun on. You got to protect yourself at all times. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. Motherfuckers is coming at you, like, beep beeping, just talking mad shit. Like, mm-hmm. It's like my nigga, like, I mean, I'm, I ain't who I used to be, but I still get to then. Don't get it twisted. Like, I'm trying my best. It's like every day you just got to tell yourself, like, you be just vigilant. love people for who they are. You like, be just, just be calm down and don't treat everybody. But it's so hard to treat everybody with love and respect when you see how you're projected out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was in the, I was in the shop this morning getting the car fixed and, you know, Older, older white. Oh, well, I don't want to say he was older. He was older than me. Let's say he probably was in his 40s. Mm-hmm. You know, had tattoos. He had a cut-off shirt. He was wearing, a, like, a ball cap. It was kind of frayed up. Nice, you know, mm-hmm. he drove a white Ford F-150. And it was okay. lifted up. Had some stickers on the back. I don't know what the stickers were. Yeah. But normally, when I see that kind of truck, I associate that with some guys, you know, where I went good to high school boy. with. There you go. Yeah, you know, so he comes in. He comes in there. You know, I just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there watching HGTV and I just kind of look at him, I nod, and I go back to watching TV and he stops, starts talking to me. So when he starts talking to me, you know, I just look, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Normally, I wouldn't entertain, but how he is, you know, if I, if I was just passing him in the street, it'd be just a nod and yeah, I'm going on going, my yeah. life. But he came and started. He he held the conversation. And I I you know interacted. Mm-hmm. So it was good. It was a good conversation. Like you say, you just had to take. You gotta you know you gotta fill people out. Mm-hmm. You know if you come to me and have a conversation, you know, with me, start a conversation with me and you look that way. I, I mean, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have a conversation regardless. Mm-hmm. But there are some people that look that way that you have to maneuver away from because. They might, they might not mean you any well, well being. Mm-hmm. You don't want to ever get out of character for somebody, right? Else. Right, right. Or get in the character for some of us. True. Yeah. It's out of character for me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I just hope. I don't, I don't think there is a solution. Solution is yeah. love, though. I mean, Honestly, that's. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. the solution like, for real. It's, it's like we need to have a conversation. Valuing. 
life yeah. as you value your own. But then that's, that's the problem. If yeah. you don't value your life, you're not going to value those around you. Yeah, and the ability to agree to disagree. disagree. Yeah. I mean, it, this is the thing. I think a lot of it is that we live in a country where it's changing, it's evolving, mm-hmm. where... And people don't like it. It's all right. Like, people don't realize this. I don't have to agree with people being gay. You don't have to agree with people being transgender. I have to agree with people being black. But we're going to fucking be black. People going to be gay. People going to be transgender. That's true. It's easier for you to just agree to disagree yeah. and keep moving. And just but keep have moving. Co- open conversations because yeah. you as a person will never grow if you stay one like single-minded. Yeah, You have to understand, like, if you talk to these people, bro, like, to me, a person who is transgender or gay, that's one of the strongest people on planet Earth because they got to go against society. Like, my, what, my my best friend in the entire world is a gay black female. She's a triple fucking minority. She always tells me, like, why the fuck would I want to be that? You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like, this shit wasn't a choice. I am. This is who I am. So at the end of the day, like, you got to, you got to, like, not sympathize, but just, like, try to be understand. Like, put yourself in their shoes. It's like, everybody got a story. It's not necessarily what you would want, but, like, respect. Like, people are people, bro. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, you don't have to agree, but. The love. Bro, because. That's it. If, I know I've done a lot of shit people ain't going to agree with in my life. But I don't mean they, they love me any less. True. It's part of who you are, who you growing into, like who you growing to be. Yeah. Hey man, love people, agree to disagree with people, yeah, and be okay with it, and mind your fucking business, man. God yeah. damn. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you one thing: you got if you went to college and you had a a gay friend, you know that was the best fucking friend I had. He gonna put you on all the bitches. I'm just this gonna say true. that, nigga. I had. This is true. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say too much because I'm uh, just saying, yeah. You know, that yeah. shit, you realize and you learn a lot of shit. Like it, it's like to have di- friends from different backgrounds, whether it's gay, black, white, purple, nigga, you just gonna learn a lot of different things about different people. It's gonna help you become a better person. Yeah. You talking about T Rump? Nah, fuck that. Yeah, we good. Yeah, we we good. <laughs> Next episode is gonna be like a like a full on hip hop episode. Yeah. Nope. I I'm not even gonna say it. But I just pointed at. That I will thing. say this. All right. It's been it's been a heck of a one year. Yeah, man. Guys, looking forward to what all that is uh, in store. Um, I know we had a we got some people that are uh, interested in being a part of. Uh, part of the pod, and we about to make some things uh, shake, roll, and roll. Yeah, man. Yeah, we going. Yeah, I just pulled that out. Oh, you talking about that? <laughs> nah, he talking about that liquor. <laughs> That's what he talking about. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, man. Thanks for rocking with us for this one year. You know, we going to try to keep it going. Ain't no trying. We, we going to make, we we make, make it happen. We going to keep it going. We going to make it to another year. Thanks for listening. Yes. We appreciate everybody. We love you guys. Two-year anniversary at Onyx. (laughs) (laughs) That nigga trying to go to the strip Prepare for a year. All right, dude. (laughs) Listen, before I sign off, the thought of us doing a podcast at a strip club is phenomenal. Nigga, not Nikita's. We going to a real strip club. It Um, is phenomenal. (coughs) I'm already sick. (laughs) I can't make that one. (laughs) Thanks for rocking with us. 
That was another episode <laughs> of Views from the Floor podcast. Yo.